This is Christina Kotlor of Film Festival Reviews, and I have uh, Ellen Houlihan here with me. We're going to be talking about her short film that has been recently premiered in New York's Gen Art, and it's called Jones Day Out. We started with... How you got started. Yeah, in Allendale, New Jersey, our high school, Northern Highlands, had a TV production elective class, and it's not the AV club that people make fun of. It was actually really cool. Our teacher had gone to Emerson College in Boston, and we thought he was so cool because he had worked on Saved by the Bell in Los Angeles. <laughs> and uh, he just was really encouraging and having access to digital technology in the late 90s, early 2000s. If I could just transfer those videos I've made, which I have on VHS... <laughs> <laughs> digitize them somehow you can. it would be really I funny i do to, that all the time to put on uh, youtube you know um just like the early work of <laughs> or something. you know i have to tell you that i'm involved with uh jersey filmmakers of tomorrow and it's all the high schools in bergen county oh, cool. i've been doing it for seven years so it's after you know when you're out of there already but this was with fort lee film commission well, you were really breakout at the time well my older sister went to boston university for college she was a couple years ahead of me in school so I did this summer program there. Actually, that was the first time I shot film. I don't think I've ever shot on film since then. It's good in a way, like people who argue film versus digital, it's like you have to be that much more deliberate with your shots and not waste time and money. So it is a good lesson. Uh, I probably should shoot on film at some point. From there, the first movie I worked on as a crew member was on Night at the Museum. I moved to LA and and then I just wanted to go back to writing and directing like I did in high school. Like I was doing that in high school. I just wanted to be creative and I kind of lost sight of that. And so I went to grad film school at College of Design in Pasadena. It gave me a lot of freedom there because it, it let me write, direct, produce, do everything. A lot of the film schools, believe it or not, you have to pick one track, writing only, directing only. And it's good in that collaborative way. I understand why they do it, but I just wanted to do everything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I, I understand worked, that. It worked out the way I yeah. wanted it to work. And maybe I made it more difficult on myself in some ways, but I that's kind of the way I operate is I, I'm a very take charge personality. So because of our school's reputation in commercials like so this one commercial I, I did it was actually a PSA I won a student Emmy for this past year which was really amazing congratulations thanks so I'm okay. just I'm trying to have one foot in the commercial world just to you have to so, it is a business obviously and and you know just being a director and producer you could have as many as maybe five people working for you or 50 people. Then on my short, which is getting into all the festivals now, Jones Day Out stars Sally Kellerman from MASH and Back to School. On that project, like there were some days where I was had like 50 people working for me. I don't think I could direct if I wasn't a producer, even though I sometimes lament like, oh, why wasn't I directing all those years between high school and grad school? But I was learning the business side that gave me the confidence to know I could run a crew and be in charge and not be intimidated or anything like that. But it's a big job, you know? <laughs> 
It is a big job. And we need more women in the director's chair. So I I have to say, speaking of the women in film kind of association, there's this really cool group I'm a part of in L.A. that's called Next Gen Femme, so Next Generation of Females. And this woman I met, Nicole Dunn, she was cracking up to me. She said, I can't believe your last name's really Houlihan. I'm friends with Sally Kellerman, who played Hot Lips Houlihan in MASH. And we laughed about it because I'm like, in school, I always had teachers joke and call me Hot Lips Houlihan. And no one our age got the reference because that's from 1970. And we were born in 83. So (laughs) by the time we would have been mature enough to watch a Robert Altman film... It probably would have been into the 2000s. So Nicole was like, you guys have to meet. Come to my Christmas party. And for one reason or another, I never connected with her. And then when I wrote this script, Jones Day Out, I I always tell people it's like the grandma version of Ferris Bueller because she escapes from her assisted living home. I kind of had Sally on the back of my mind because I knew she was older, but she's so elegant and attractive and Not like the typical grandma with the walker. You know what I love about it is her vitality and being in that assisted living situation may not always have been her first choice. She really is so fiercely independent and sassy and I love that she connected with the granddaughter Mm -hmm. and at the end you know the mom also so she wasn't totally (laughs) uh, out of it you know so it was a real buddy movie for three generations and and I like that you know it's kind of I always joke air quotes so not literally but somewhat based on my experiences in Allendale it all comes back to New Jersey as it should by (laughs) the way because I knew that whole group so I was on the periphery yeah you know always at the parties graduations the birthday parties and I think I was the one in the little red car sports car driving you kids around I mean you were young but I had a whole bunch of kids in my car zipping around on that dead end street and I got yelled at (laughs) I forget who it was like somebody I, sounds like something my dad would do. I don't so. know if it was, but uh, <laughs> I, I can't remember who it was. This but is... I love what she got away in, and we're not going to oh, yeah. like uh, say too much. Yeah, what I was going to say though is, growing up in Allendale, after my grandpa died, my mom moved my grandma into the assisted living home in our town in Allendale. This is an interesting conversation I've had with some of my advisors from school when I was developing the project. Is that in America? western world we i hate to say this but put the grandparents in the assisted living home and and there's a lot of uh, debate about that because in the eastern world they think of the elderly as the wise ones or they have multiple generations living together but for us it just wasn't possible because my actual grandma not the character sally kellerman plays did have some medical issues and needed to be taken care of by a professional. But my mom also thought it would would be best for her to be around her peers and other people that might be widowed or just to have some company. That's why in the movie we tried to make it fun and lighthearted. Like we have the hippie singers. I had to have that. I really enjoyed how you shot it. All the different scenes and and getting the story to move along. And I love the Allendale (laughs) shot. Even though we shot it in Southern California throughout Pasadena, Studio City, we just thought it'd be cute to just have a little Allendale nod. So we made the 
mugshot slate say Allendale Police Department. <laughs> and it was funny because the girls who were doing production design for us found that actual Allendale Police badge. It was like the Ramapo Indian <laughs> or whatever, and it says Allendale on it. So I, I was like... It's all those little things. The little details. Really, right. Yeah. yeah. And I just... That was what was so great. I mean, I you know, people always say, oh, yes, it's a collaborative art form. But to have people that you trust and not only do you just ask them to to perform a job, they go over the top, make Above it special. Above and beyond. I am glad, though, I went to an art film school, though, because there's all these amazing majors all around. Like this girl I met, Allison Crumwoody, who worked on our film, She's an amazing illustrator. She Is did, that what the illustration that she did? I yeah, love that. She did our movie poster, our storyboards. She did an original painting for us. Even in Joan's bedroom in the opening scene, we kind of did a, an awkward family photo, <laughs> like a oil paint. And she has these needlepoint pillows of famous celebrity couples. So she has... Lucy and Desi, the X-Files couple, and like some Muppets that we just really clicked because she has a great pop culture sensibility, and she did all the comic book stories. It would have been art. funny if there was a MASH one. Oh man, we should have done that. <laughs> um, Robert Altman's widow, Catherine, who Sally's still good friends with, gave us permission to use his photo as Pop Pop in oh, the little that's picture great. frame. I love it. <laughs> so we, we did a little wink at him because... Mm-hmm. If he didn't name the character Hollipsulahan, maybe it would have been Betty White or something. I don't know. (laughs) So how was Sally, when you first approached her about this, and how did you get the script to her, and and what was her reaction when she first read it? the lucky thing is that my girlfriend, Nicole Dunn, she's a publicist. She sold me to Sally as, look, you got to meet Ellen. She's this rising director. Oh, wow. And, <laughs> and uh, she did me a really big favor by uh, by helping with the introduction. We did a pitch book, which a lot of commercial directors do. Like when you're bidding a job, you'll do a PDF and you'll talk about the look and feel and what the story is, why your contribution's valuable to us. So I... I wrote her a personal letter just saying how much I enjoy her work and it'd be an honor to work with her. She actually called me, so I dropped it off at her house. It was like a bad time to approach her because she had a deadline for her memoir. And she's like, look, I'm really busy, but I'll read the script. I don't know if I can commit to it. A couple days later, she called me and she, with her trademark Kellerman voice, (laughs) said, uh, like, my darling, I just... I love the script. It's fabulous. And she actually was really flattered and said she enjoyed the role because it was fun and lighthearted. And so many times when you're in your 70s and above, you get offered scripts where you have Alzheimer's or you're dying or or you're dead and it's your funeral. <laughs> and she said, I get to play. I get to embrace life. And the character is, yes, she's confined to an assisted living home, but... She's the one who has more joy to vive than everyone, including the middle-aged daughter and the teenage granddaughter. I wouldn't say it was necessarily easy, but I think if you know someone that can introduce you, that's really the best way. But yeah, Sally was really awesome, and because we had her, I think it was easier for some of the character actors or supporting actors to enthusiastically sign on 
and we were able to get a really great supporting cast. So the woman who plays the middle-aged daughter of Sally Kellerman is actually James Franco's mother, Betsy Franco. This one guy I was friends with, he does a lot of funnier die, like YouTube videos with Dave Franco, who's James's brother. And Dave Franco and Betsy Franco did a short that was at South by Southwest in 2012 called Would You? So when I saw this clip, I was like, Betsy has a similar quality to Sally in that they both kind of have a hippie vibe, but yet they're really sweet and charming and hysterically funny. And then the girl who was the granddaughter, we wanted someone who looked young and had that innocent, but also like a funny and could stand her own and do a lot of dialogue comedy. So we found this really awesome actress, Tara Lynn Barr. Her big breakout film was called God Bless America. It's the other thing too, just as a director, producer, whatever, is trusting other team members to make it better. And even some of the actors, there are these wacky side characters or like a weird activities guy or like a cop that has a weird personality or, you know, but, but then it's like, are you in this alternate kooky universe or are there some grounded people yeah. This kind of behavior yeah. would be happening, or yeah. this is what they would be saying. And I think, too, like, with for Betsy Franco's character, we kind of made her the straight man, because, you know, I feel like my mom must have felt that way when I was a kid, and my grandma was acting like a kid, too. So we, we that's something that was really important to us for all three characters, grandma, mom, and granddaughter, was to have a maturity and a childishness. So, like, Joan is... She's very childish in that she wants to drive and she wants to go out and have her fun, but she doesn't like to play by the rules. Mom is just trying to keep everything together, but she can't take a joke, so she gets kind of childish when the teenager and her mother tease her or pick on her, and then the teen herself, she's smoking and drinking and experimenting and shoplifting <laughs> so she obviously like knows it's wrong but she can't help it because she wants to fit in right she so. wants to, it's the rebellious nature so you have the yeah. the rebellious nature from from everyone yeah you know, coming through and that's what i like about it yeah how was the um how was the night? How was the premiere? Yeah, we just started playing the festivals, New York Film Festival and Gen Art Film Festivals. And I really feel like I'm welcome back here, so hopefully... I'd uh... like to see you in New Director's new film. <laughs> Me too. That's in March, and that's at the Film Society of Lincoln Center. Yeah, that'd be really exciting, so hopefully, fingers crossed, if... Uh... Yeah, come back. Yeah. <laughs> we want more. Yay. <laughs> thank you. Okay, thank you. This is good. Cool. <laughs>